Hey Jeepers, on episode 220 of the Jeep Talk Show, we'll hear about a curb-jumping Jeeper that got himself in deep trouble over a viral video. And later in the show, I'll be talking about an upcoming wheeling trip. We'll hear from Anton with an all-new CJ Talk. We'll play some voicemails, and Nikki G is in rare form. And I'll go over my own review of the Jeep's Needs DLA. Tony has some Jeep idle issues. I finally have a Jeep that runs, and Tammy's got something new and purple. All that, Amazon, you bought what and more on this week's Jeep Talk Show. LT knives are handcrafted in Ohio with the finest locally sourced materials. They build everything from everyday carry to bushcraft and even overland specific. Everything that LTWK builds comes with a lifetime guarantee as designed from the ground up to be a solid working knife. Find out more online at ltwrightknives.com. That's L-T-W-R-I-G-H-T knives.com. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show. With Tammy on Wrangler. Tony and Josh on Cherokee. So sit back. Strap in. And brace yourself. Well, the driver who posted a video of his Jeep hitting a Trump sign has been charged. Wilmington, North Carolina resident Julian Schusler has a Facebook video that's, well, it's gone viral, having been viewed over 900,000 times. Well, no wonder. In the clip, it shows him driving his Jeep, a white Wrangler is what it appears to be, then veering off the road to jump a curb and blatantly run over a big 4 by 8 foot Trump sign. <laughs> Wilmington police investigated the video and are likely going to charge Schusler with reckless driving, damage to property, and using a phone while driving. Just goes to show no matter what your political views are, vandalism in your Jeep is not cool. Well, speaking of Jeep, they have officially confirmed it will be making a four-door pickup. That's right. The crew chief, as we heard about in the last couple of weeks over the Easter Jeep Safari, uh, the, the oh, geez, the, they debut all of the, you know, the cool uh, new stuff. Anyways, it's one of the seven artistic concepts that Jeep has presented this month at, at part of a longstanding Easter tradition. The concept themselves are not isolated or not slated for production, but a four-door Wrangler pickup is, and apparently it will steal some of the features from this crazy truck. Now, we've hidden some hints about what's going on behind the scenes right in front of you, Jeep Chief Designer Mark Allen said in a recent press release regarding the 2016 Jeep Concept Fleet. When Allen dismissed the, cons- the compact, renegade-based Comanche pickup as pure pipe dream, the elongated Wrangler-based crew chief ha- does have some elements that we should actually see in showrooms. But we've never done a crew cab pickup concept before. Hint, hint, nudge, nudge, wink, wink. He said, adding, there may be things you see on the crew chief that you might see on that truck. Now, I highly encourage you guys out there to do a quick Google search, Google image search for this eye candy of Jeepdom to see for yourself. Unfortunately, though, a lot of the coolest features that are likely going to stay on the concept and are not going to make it for, uh, for production. For instance, the stamped steel tailgate will not be one of those things, likely because it's too much of a throwback to where Jeep actually came from, and the current heads at FCA won't be having any of that now. And I don't think we'll be seeing any of the military tires or rear winch as factory options either, but I would bet the general shape with the six-foot bed and sidestep integrated into the cab right behind the rear door will eventually be seen on the showroom floors. Oh, and don't hold your breath for that really cool old-school Kaiser-style front end either. Oh, well, we still have the wallpaper images to drool over for now. 
Hey, big thanks to all of you out there who continue to help out each and every week by submitting stories to This Week in Jeep. If you have something you think we should be reporting on or you have a response to any one of our stories, make sure you let us know by sending us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. You're listening to Jeep Talk Show, the number one Jeep podcast at my mom's house. XJTalk.com. It's where you go when you're not off-road. Do you have a question or comment that you'd like to hear on the show? Just call 530-675-4102 any time of the day or night and leave it on our voicemail. Coming up on Wrangler Talk, it's official. The color purple, no, not the movie. The color purple has a new name and find out what it is in just a few minutes. <laughs> I thought she was going to say they're actually going to remake that movie. And <laughs> it's going to star, no! star the new purple Jeep yeah. <laughs> as Whoopi Girl, Goldberg. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Purple Jeep. <laughs> and let me tell you about the 4x4 radio network. The Jeep Talk Show, the 4x4 Podcast, Center Steer, Muddy Microphone, and Trail Chasers Podcast join forces to create a network. Uh, we'll be adding more shows to the lineup soon. You can visit 4x4radionetwork.com and listen to all these great podca- podcasts simply by pressing the play button. There's no better place to get all of your 4x4 information. That's 4x4radionetwork, www.4x4radionetwork.com. All right, so uh, I finally got off my dead ass and uh, had, well, actually I had to do some work on the Jeep. I uh, actually started a new job this past Wednesday and uh, due to some uh, clandestine type uh, of uh, investigation, mainly using Google Maps, I was able to see that there was a six foot, foot, five inch clearance on the parking garage that I was going to be taking my Jeep into. So I went outside and uh, finally adjusted the uh, the shackles going into the shackle relocation bracket so that it is at an angle instead of almost vertical because I figured that would uh, you know, something you should do anyway you know do it right and uh, the way it's supposed to be designed and then the other thing was I was hoping to lower the back end a little bit and uh, get a little more clearance between me and that six foot five uh, uh, limit that they were telling us about. Uh, so anyway, uh, I, uh, when I went out there, I thought, Hey, this is a great time to get the, uh, Jeeps, Jeeps needs DLA, uh, out and, uh, test her out. So, uh, it's going to run the video here real quick. And as you can see, this is the, uh, the Jeep needs D lift adapter. And, uh, it even has Jeep mama signed and a little hearts on there. So, uh, you know, just jacking up with the high lift Jack, uh, on my particular bumper, it, uh, it, it's okay, but it, it would really be nice to have something to hold it on there. So uh, I stuck the, uh, the uh, D-ring adapter uh, on there, and I couldn't get the damn pin to go through. As you can see from here, it just, it's, it's close, but it's not quite going through. And it's funny, once I was looking at this video, I could tell that it, uh, it may have been uh, that it wasn't quite on the, uh, the, the high lift quite far enough. I mean, it was very close. So, um, but I was able to use the, uh, use it just fine. Uh, I just couldn't lock it in place with that pin. Now, CPO is probably screaming about, don't do that. It's dangerous. And you, you, you know, could have been killed. Uh, you could have taken out the entire neighborhood by not using that pin. So (laughs) 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 try to try to do it right. And also too, I didn't review anything before I, um, started, uh, 
I, I didn't go look at the, the video about how to use this thing before I just went out there and did it. You know, it's, it's one of those things where it's, it's hot outside. You just want to get it done and uh, went out there. But I was able to, to jack up the back of my Jeep uh, and uh, remove that shackle from the shackle relocation bracket and move it a couple of holes forward. And uh, it, this thing held it in place. Now, uh, I don't know if you can tell, but here towards the end of the video, uh, you can see that the uh, high lift jack will not go in uh, the uh, uh, D-lift adapter. And it's not really the fault of the D-lift adapter. Uh, the way my bumper was built, uh, there, uh, what do you call it, the pivot point for the tire swing, where the tire swings out? It was right on top of where the D-ring mount is. And because uh, there's no space there, I couldn't get the D-ring uh, adapter all the way on the D-ring. Now you Mine's can. Mine's probably the same way on my. Yeah, well, uh, I don't see how they could get around this other than uh, making that thing shorter so that it could, you know, go further up on the the D-ring. I think it was actually the pad, the little hard plastic pad that they have on top. Yeah. Uh, that was blocking it from from being able to go all the way on the D-ring. Now I didn't try it, but it did dawn on me that I could have just uh, taken it off of the D-ring and then left the adapter on the high lift and then put that uh, hard plastic uh, pad on the bottom of my uh, bumper and then lift it. So there's various ways that you can do this. Anyway, my review on this is overall, it was a positive experience, even though I couldn't uh, put the pin in, uh, even though I couldn't get it all the way on the D ring, it held perfectly fine. Uh, I had no problems. Uh, I, there was no safety issue or I, nothing that I felt was a safety issue. Uh, and since I was lifting it way the hell up so I could get the uh, uh, pressure off of uh, the uh, the leaf spring and on the shackle, uh, even if it had fallen, <laughs> it wasn't going anywhere. It was yeah. it wasn't certainly wasn't going to come down on me. So um, uh, obviously, there's going to be situations where uh, it's not going to meet every need because of the design. Uh, there's so many designs on bumpers out there, but. Uh, um, I think it's a great product. Certainly solid. I uh, had no problems with it whatsoever uh, holding the vehicle. And, uh, and, and really, that's what you're wanting to do. So anyway, I was, uh, it was uh, uh, fun to use. And uh, damn, it looks pretty. Yeah, and that video that you posted up uh, looks really good, too. Uh, it really kind of shows you a really good sort of inner working of how, that, how everything goes together and the, and the troubles that you were facing uh, trying to get that to fit. So thanks for putting that together, Tony. It really uh, gives us some insight of how this thing works. And I appreciate the Jeep needs, uh, Jeep's needs. I wish they'd change that. Uh, providing us with that uh, D-Link adapter so we could uh, do a review on it. And sorry, guys, it, sorry that it took so long. It's just me being lazy. Oh, and uh, I will, we haven't mentioned this in quite a while. Uh, so this uh, D-Link adapter from Jeep's needs will be going out to Josh so that uh, he cannot do a video on it very for a very long time. <laughs> 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 no, I've been uh, I've been uh, challenged with the task of uh, of coming up with uh, unique and interesting ways of using uh, the DLA. So uh, that that should be a lot. I can't of wait fun. to see that. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best, Jeep's knees, to keep it PG-13. Yeah, I was gonna say don't don't upset the fur people by putting <laughs> wrapping fur around it first. So, <laughs> but once once Josh is done with it, if you still want it, uh, we're gonna be giving that away to a a, a lucky. Uh, Jeep Talk Show listener, just like we I'll, promised twenty shows ago. <laughs> I'll better late than never. Well, lives. it's uh, it's the curse of of being employed, is the way I put it, because you know we Seriously. have 
I know this this whole job thing it gets in the way of so much. I, I really I can't I tell you exactly. My my list is very long of the stuff that this whole job thing gets in the way of. Yep. So uh, if, and did I just hear you say sanitary wipes, Josh? Yes. Oh. Well, this Tony was inferring that you know people may not want it after I'm done with it, and yeah. uh, there might be some That's, truth to that actually. So, but to uh, you know sort of set people's mind at ease, I'll go ahead and sanitize it before I send it out. And, I, and, and don't get me wrong, I think Tammy's signature uh, on there is a lot more uh, valuable than mine. But uh, before I send it out, I will be signing the uh, the the D Link adapter from Jeep's oh, needs. If there's any- if there's any room left on it after that, uh, my signature is going to look more like uh, something you'd see on a Richter scale readout than uh, an actual signature. So hopefully uh, the, the plan goes as... Uh, Don't put it, this graffiti on my DLA! <laughs> <laughs> if the plan goes uh, go, uh, goes according to plan, uh, it'll have all three of the Jeep Talk Show host signatures on there, uh, and uh, you can immediately wipe it off once you get it. <laughs> all right, uh, let's get over to our voicemails. You know, we love hearing from all of you. So be sure and call our voicemail at 530-675-4102. Or you can jump over to our website, jeeptalkshow.com, and leave us a message. Just click on the send questions comment. Yeah, send questions comment button over on the right-hand side of the screen. Hey, this is Tony. And I'm Tammy. And this is Josh. And you've reached our 24-7 voicemail line. You guys know what to do. So at the beep, leave your message. Hey guys, Supercroc here again, this time with an XJ-related tidbit. So, in my continuing no-start adventures, I decided to start checking some of the basics. And this time, I tried to check uh, and successfully checked the fuel pressure, which was at 45 PSI at the rail and at... The input to the rail. So here comes fun part. So the adapter for the the line from the pump to the rail for the oil pre- or fuel pressure gauge. It's kind of awesome. Went on easily. Read well. I would assume correctly, but right now it's stuck on. You see. We didn't leave a quick disconnect tool on there, and the plastic ones aren't rigid enough to get in there, and our metal ones are too long to actually undo the snaps. So right now I've got the adapter stuck on there. Fun, huh? <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Oopsie. I'm sorry, what was your question again? <laughs> Well, I don't know. Uh, that's just a shame. And uh, those, how, how, how long has it been where he's not starting this this thing? It, that that would be irritating. Might be time to make it a planner. <laughs> no, those uh, those those quick disconnect uh, fittings. Those are such a pain in the butt, especially they really if they have any amount of debris, dirt, oxidation, grime in them whatsoever. Uh, yeah, once they start to get a little corroded and stuff, I, I don't care. You know who you are. Those plastic uh, those plastic clip release tools really don't work all that well. They're fine for, for new stuff, but for if your Jeep's been around for 15, 20 years or more, uh, those things are just an absolute pain in the butt. And the metal ones, yeah, it, it, you know, it's, it's hit or miss whether or not you get a good set that can actually do what they're supposed to do. 
I hate those quick release fittings. Those you, things you, absolutely suck. You never know if you get the thing in there far enough. Uh, yeah. You, you no, press it true. as hard as you can. You try to twist it and pull you it don't off. Don't hear and, any click or anything. There's no indication that it's actually worked. And it's just a damn surprise. It's like the it's like proper uh, trigger control when you're shooting at the range. It's supposed to be a surprise whenever the gun goes off. It's a surprise whenever the fitting comes off of there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Croc, I feel your pain, man. Uh, best of luck to you. I honestly don't have an easy solution for you, a, a fix on that one. You can try getting some uh, some croil or some uh, PB blaster in there to kind of help you know, uh, break things loose a little bit. That might work. I would not recommend putting any heat on that. No. Um, you know, maybe uh, grab it really securely, give it a couple wraps with a, with a hammer without you know, denting things, just to kind of help break and loosen things up a little bit. That might work. Uh, just perseverance man put some elbow grease in it and just keep at it you know one of those i was just thinking maybe one of those things if you uh, uh got it got the grease off of it and then one of those uh rubber uh, um i don't know cross hatch little looking things that uh, the women use to get uh to take the tops off of jars because it oh, helps yeah, you, helps you grab the thing you know it helps yeah. you grab the, the the metal easier and that's kind of the problem with this is trying to grip that 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 metal piece to twist it off of there without crushing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, even uh, you know, go ahead and steal that thing from your wife. Or <laughs> are you saying women are weaker there, Tony? Well, it depends on what you mean. Tony's comments do not necessarily reflect the comments or opinions <laughs> of the rest of the show. Send your hate mail to Tony at JeepTalkShow.com. And speaking of hate mail, uh, we uh, we really, really would like to have your voicemails. Uh, and uh, the I don't care if they're hateful or not. We can uh, we can be made fun of. Uh, it's happened before. We make fun of ourselves all the time. All so the time. call us at 530-675-4102. Or like Tammy was telling us, uh, just go over to JeepTalkShow.com and click on the Send Questions slash Comments. Uh, it's a, like a little pull-out tab. You click it. It's red. It's uh it's it's written sideways, so you kind of have to tilt your head when you look at it. You click it, and then uh, anything that is electronic can connect to the internet and has a microphone. You'll be able to record a message. We'd love to hear from you, and we appreciate uh, your uh, your comments tonight, uh, Super Croc, as always. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? What are you talking about, man? Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? I got no idea what the heck. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Get out of my face, yo. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Underwater. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? In the bubble bath. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? No clue. And where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? While flexing on stumps. Where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show at? I would assume on the radio. The Jeep Talk Show, available on iTunes and at jeeptalkshow.com. Hey, where do you listen to the Jeep Talk Show? We'd really like to hear it from you. Uh, you know, you'd probably make it a new mix uh, for that little promo there if you would call in. Uh, again, that number is 530-675-4102. Or you can uh, call our speak pipe, uh, just the uh, jeeptalkshow.com, send questions, comments tab, and start talking. Love that. Yeah. And something we love for you guys to do all the time, it doesn't matter what time of day or what day of the week it is, we need you guys to spread the word about our YouTube channel. That's right. We do have a YouTube channel. If you guys don't know about it, youtube.com slash Jeep Talk Show. And uh, if you guys haven't subscribed to that, make sure you do. We have a bunch of great stuff on there. Tony's putting up some good content all the time. And of course, you guys can also, if you're interested, watch us actually record the show on a weekly basis. We do stream the show through YouTube as well as on JeepTalkShow.com. 
you guys can catch that every week or every week, Thursdays, 10 p.m. Central. Again, youtube.com slash Jeep Talk Show. And I'll just go ahead and apologize for this video. We had a hell of a time getting YouTube to accept our stream. That sounds kind of kinky, I know. But uh, we take it, take it. You know you want it. <laughs> we went ahead and started, and I tr- I've tried pr- tried pressing the button again, and it started working. So if you're wondering why that uh, the the video just kind of starts in the middle, that's why. <laughs> and now, something we all look forward to every week, come every on, Thursday. Come on, Tammy, sell it. You, you're, eh. just, you're just going through the motions here. I know. I was We're so sitting there happy. trying to think, okay, I need to think of a different way to say this. How do I introduce Nikki G? Nikki G saying the same thing every week. So Nikki G is a national treasure. That's I the know. that's the way you need to to approach this is oh my god, it's Nikki G. We get to hear from Nikki G. What's he, what what could he possibly say this week? See? Enthusiasm. What's gonna come out of the mo- what's gonna come out of the mouth of Nikki G? Oh, that's, we'll find out tonight. That's a good point. Now from the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G, and I've got a few comments about uh, this week's show. Uh, first off, when uh, Tony made the comment that he wanted to do voiceover work and be the official voice of not smart car, but smart ass car, <laughs> I had a mouthful of Mountain Dew and I spit it out <laughs> laughing. All over Sir Craps a lot. <laughs> that poor dog. And when you talked about uh, Tammy saying she has Jeep stuff on her Jeep, uh, I took the badging and uh, nameplates off my Jeep to paint it years ago, and I just never got around to getting new ones to put back on because I didn't really want to put the dingy old gray ones back on it. And so... Uh, couple of times a year and it's usually from the younger generation somebody will approach me and ask me what kind of vehicle it is and i usually make something up i'll tell them it's a fox and egg canuder or some or some other weird stuff i had it imported from the czech republic yeah one guy told me yeah it's even uh it's it's one of a kind and that's about it i'll chat at you later have a good one bye 2.7 2.7 million Jeeps made. One of the kind. One of a kind. Fox right. and egg and canooter. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm dying over here. Hey, this is Nikki G. And uh, you guys talked on the show about uh, how long you would sit in a parking lot waiting for somebody to come out and talk to them about their vehicle. Yeah. Uh, I do that all the time. <laughs> And uh, Tony mentioned, I almost I, forgot it, almost seems like a lifetime ago. It was a long time ago. That I walked around one Saturday with uh, my phone and uh, did some interviews with people, just asked them a few quick questions about their vehicle. And I, I enjoyed doing that. I should probably do it again. Absolutely. But uh, my phone didn't record too well, but it worked best when I put it in a sock. <laughs> kind of muffled the mic a little bit. So if you see me walking at you, talking into a sock, please stop pepper spraying me. <laughs> it doesn't taste as good as you might think. Don't make them uh, bend over to talk uh, in the sock. the question, how long do you wait? <laughs> how long I usually wait for someone to come out of a store to talk to them about their vehicle? Usually until the authorities show up. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I'll catch you later. You have a good one. Bye. The trick, Nikki G, uh, is don't make them, don't hold the sock so low. <laughs> And then say, could you talk into the sock, ma'am? 
<laughs> yeah, I thought the trick was to wait under their vehicle until right, they're right at the side, and then you grab their ankle. Get you a nice thick leather belt so you can hook yourself to the undercarriage, and then. <laughs> and he has a taser. He's tasing him. Oh, he actually gets oh, tattoos of a, a taser every time he's been tased. So he gets it on the side of his, uh, yeah. on his shoulder there. <laughs> well, there you go. What, he, that's what we've come to expect. This has been From the Mind of Nikki G. It has been a very long time since we've heard from, uh, uh, well, I don't want to say that we haven't heard from Supercroc. We, we hear from him on voicemails and stuff, but it's been a long time since we've heard uh, an episode of CJ Talk, and we're going to get to that right now. And uh, Anton, thank you for sticking in there with us. And actually, uh, we have a couple of ep- episodes, uh, and we're going to do nine tonight, and we'll be doing uh, episode 10 here in the near future. Greetings, Jeep Talk. This is the Super Croc coming to you with CJ Talk. Today, we're going to be going over the continuation of my Project Phoenix and a little bit about the model of engine that is in, or will be in my CJs. So sit down, buckle up, and we'll go over this together. So first thing that came up in Project Phoenix that's new is that I finally got a heater going in our garage. Now it's not that great. Uh, Last time I tried it, it got about a 10 degree difference from uh, 38 degrees to about, oh, 45, 48 to to 58 degrees in about an hour. So not terrible, but still not great. But it'll be really nice when we get into the 50s and 60s so I can actually do some spray paint and priming on parts I need to do in a warm and non-windy environment. So the other parts I have in my garage right now that... Are the bigger parts are the transmission, engine, and transfer case, all in various states of being taken apart. Today we'll focus on the engine. So I started by uh, continuing my disassembly of it. I removed the distributor, which was fairly unremarkable. I'll be replacing a fair amount to the distributor with upgraded parts, the cap, rotor, and... Uh, taking away the vacuum performance part of it. Um, Remove the valve cover and valve cover gasket, which was fairly unremarkable. Nothing too terribly bad with any of the rockers or piston arms or anything I could see there. Now the valve cover gasket itself, that's another story. That had a few places that were leaking, and I'll have to scrape off the the head itself, so that was kind of a pain, but I had planned to replace that anyway, so that's no big deal, really. I drained the oil, which was nice and black and in need of an oil change for sure. I'll be getting new oil and everything on that, and that's eventually. But pro tip, make sure you have a decent container to hold the oil in, and don't do like I did and have a a gallon ice cream container without a lid for your original pouring of it. If I would have had a lid, it wouldn't have been too bad, but it's like, yeah. I've been finding your gallon milk jugs are great 
for storing oil. If you don't have any oil things, just make sure to mark them. And I won't be reusing that oil for engine components, so that's nothing. I also got the water pump off, and that definitely looks like it will be need to be replaced. And now my to-do on it is I've got to get the oil pan and gaskets off there. I've got a new gasket and rear main seal that I'll put on there. And then I've got to remove the pulley and harmonic balancer and get to the timing chain cover and get that off. And we'll kind of see from there with the engine. So now I know Tony wants me to keep this under an hour or so, so we'll transition to our CJ talk, engine talk. So my CJ will have the i6 uh, 258 cubic inch or 4.2 liter. Now, what what is with this 4.2 liter? Well, it was produced from 1971 to 1990. It featured a undersquare 3.75 inch 95 millimeter bore and 3.895 inch 98.9 millimeter stroke. Now, this is a relatively inexpensive, reliable, and torquey engine. Not super great with horsepower, but for Jeeps, it worked out well because a lot of times you'll need torque rather than horsepower. Now, the later models, starting with in 1981 with the California Jeeps and 82 with the rest of the Jeeps, they were equipped with the AMC Computer Engine Control, or CEC. Also in 1981, uh, as part of a reduc weight reduction program, uh, including aluminum intake manifold, plastic rocker arms, the and a few other items, the crankshaft was changed from a 12 counterweight design to 4, saving approximately 20 pounds. Now you might be asking yourself, what kind of vehicles had this engine in it? Well, if you look at the Jeeps, you've got the Jeep Commando from 72 to 73, Jeep Wrangler from 78 to 1990, Jeep J-Series pickups from 1971 to 88, the original Jeep Cherokee and Wagoneer from 1972 to 86, and the Jeep CJ from 72 to 86. Now, the nice thing about the i6 is the abilities that mod it that you can do. You can add electronic fuel injection, you can add carburation changes, you can add, like I'm going to be doing, is throttle body injection, which we'll talk about hopefully in a later date. And you can change to different types of carbs, like I said. You can change the whole head over to a 4.0 i6 head for your better intake manifold and uh, direct fuel injection, as well as there's been stroker kits and everything like that. So it's actually a great motor. Now it's on your heavier side, but lots of other vehicles as well had it, so it's fairly inexpensive for parts and everything. So I guess that's all for tonight. Uh, you guys stay safe. Stay jeeping. Good night. 
Well, very interesting. Thank you uh, for that, Anton. Uh, we appreciate it. We're looking forward to your next uh, segment about uh, CJ Talk and what you're doing with your CJ. Sounds like you're having lots of fun. Uh, certainly uh, more fun than what you're having with the no start issue on your uh, Cherokee. Yeah, and on that CJ build, Anton, man, I can't wait till you get that thing fired up. Sounds like you got a lot of really cool stuff planned for it and can't wait to see which direction you end up going on the top end of that thing. All righty. Well, uh, let's get over to our reviews. So uh, we didn't uh, have any reviews today. We are, uh, I don't know if iTunes is broken or the thing that I look at is broken. Our last uh, review uh, from iTunes was back mid-February. We'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, now, we did have a really nice picture put up by Jeep Army USA on the Twitter. You kids know about Twitter. Uh, and uh, it was really cool. They had, uh, well, actually, it was like a shot, what you're seeing right now if you're watching the YouTube video. And uh, it had uh, all three of us on his big screen television. And there was a uh, probably a adult beverage on the coffee table along with a pair of feet with uh, just socks, you know, and, uh, I think there was some pants. I don't think he was, uh, not wearing pants. Uh, at least I hope so. And, uh, was sitting there enjoying the show. Uh, it, uh, at least that's what the, uh, the picture infers. And it's, it was all always fun. I mean, uh, it just, it just blows my mind that you guys listen to us and <laughs> even, uh, watch us on television. So, uh, very honored and, uh, gave me the giggles, gave us all the giggle. Cause uh, I shared that with, uh, Everybody here on the show. So let's go over, go ahead and talk about uh, Wrangler Talk tonight. Now I was blown away when I went over to Wrangler Talk the other day, which I don't do as often as I do going over to XJTalk.com. XJTalk's pretty busy, so there's usually several pages of posts or uh, replies to, to posts, you know, threads uh, to read. And uh, but th- th- we really just haven't seen that on Wrangler Talk, and uh, I, I, uh, I think it's just a, a matter of time. Uh, people have to know about Wrangler Talk. Certainly, we've been talking about it here on the show, and I think uh, uh, at least uh, due to some of the comments that I've read there that people are joining Wrangler Talk. We are getting a lot more people joining Wrangler Talk, uh, and they mentioned that they heard about it on the show, so we really appreciate you guys going over there. Don't forget to post, because you would be really surprised. It doesn't take very many posts to generate a whole bunch of activity. And I think that's what's ha- what happened here recently. Uh, I, I had gone a couple of days without checking Wrangler Talk because, you know, it's, it's yeah, it really is pretty dead over there uh, most of the time. And uh, I uh, hit the button to look, check for new posts, and I had, you know, a full screen. I had to wow. look at it. I rubbed my eyes. I blinked a couple of times. I pinched myself and then uh, looked at the tab and said, well, that is Wrangler Talk, isn't it? I clicked on the XJ Talk tab on my browser and, there it was, and I clicked back on the Wrangler Talk tab. I confirmed it was a full page. I even sent Tammy a message saying, Tammy, you might need to go over there. There's a full mm-hmm. page of posts. So it was uh, it was great to see. I really appreciate you guys going over there. And, you know, Wrangler Talk can be a, a big deal just like xjtalk.com uh, is. Uh, all it requires is uh, you guys to uh, to post. And, you know, pictures or what's going on with your, uh, your Jeep, uh, little or nothing, really. Uh, it doesn't matter what you post. We just want to hear from you. And, you know, I think everybody's been burned on a forum or Facebook or Twitter where, where somebody is just hateful and mean. You're not going to see that on RanglerTalk.com or XJTalk.com. You will see it here on the show, but not on those forums. <laughs> I think we're pretty well behaved on the show, aren't we? Uh, you know, I, I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we could only get into that head of yours. 
Well, something you guys might want to get into is a new knife, and I'm going to point you guys in the right direction. LT Wright knives are handcrafted in Ohio with the finest locally sourced materials. They build everything from everyday carry to bushcraft and even overland specific. Everything that LTWK builds comes with a lifetime guarantee. The guy who works with tools a lot, man, that's important to me. These, all this stuff is designed from the ground up to be a solid working knife. Each piece is constructed with survival in mind. Knives with a proven international pedigree that have been there and back. Bushcraft, hunting, camping, overland, and everyday carry models are all available. Our new Bushcrafter HC is an excellent example of an everyman knife. Able to do everything from get to help get the campfire started to skinning game. Being made from 332 1075 steel with a convex edge, it will resharpen easily in the field. These heirloom quality pieces will outlast your adventure. So plan well, drive safely, and carry an LTWK. Find out more online at ltwrightknives.com. That's L-T-W-R-I-G-H-T knives.com. Uh-oh. Shut up and listen. Shut up. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut Man, up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. <laughs> shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler Talk. It's time for G-Mama. So tonight's going to be a little bit of show and tell because I have lots of stuff to show you guys. I'm trying to pull up a picture right now. Um, So Tony earlier was talking about the DLA and how I tested it out first, which I did a review on my blog and here on the show. And then I said to Tony and he did a review. And when I first did the review, with um, CPO Chris, I met up with him and he showed me the DLA and it wasn't working on my Jeep. And that was because there was a slight um, flaw, design flaw, I guess you would call it, in the DLA. And because of my so-called help with it, Jeep's Needs opened the opening just a little bit. And to thank me, they let me pick my own color and I could have my own DLA. And they didn't have red, so you got purple. Yes. (laughs) So I picked out a color, purple, and they sent me, I went and picked it up on uh, Wednesday, I think it was, I met, or Tuesday I met CPO, which by the way, he lives pretty close to me, and I have my very own purple DLA. Now, this isn't just any purple. This is an official Jeep Mama Purple. And you can even go get one yourself, the same color, um, on their website. And I just had the picture up. If you go to jeepsneeds.com, I don't know if you can see this or not, but you can even select. I don't know if you can see it, but it says Jeep Mama Purple. (laughs) We trust you. I have my very own color. Anyway, that was, it's pretty exciting for me. It is very exciting. So... Um, and now my other show and tell is we were talking about um, the, it's actually pronounced Molly, which um, CPO informed me of that. Um, I went and purchased my own, um, got to get it here, just be right back, panel for my tailgate. So I got the, um, I went to Justice Off-Road and I purchased this tailgate Molly panel for my tailgate. And I even got these little rivets, I think they're called. So I'm going to hopefully in two weeks, I'm going to go, CPO is going to help me install 
where I will put drill eight holes into my Jeep. I've never drilled any holes in my Jeep, so this will be a first. And he's going to help me install it. And Dan from the 4x4 Radio Network also suggested, um, what's the name of it? Oh, Blue Ridge Overland Gear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's where I thought you were going to get it from. And uh, Dan's uh, the uh, the host of the 4x4 uh, podcast. Podcast, yes. Um, well, I went to the Blue, well, and then I also bought a Condor bag from um, Justice Off-Road which will go on the tailgate panel. and That's on the inside of the ta- tailgate, right? Not the outside? Correct. Okay. Yeah. So you can like adjust them. You know, you can put different things in different places. So I did go over the Blue Ridge Overland gear. Um, by the way, um, this gear is made in Virginia. So it's made in the USA and it's um, handcrafted. So I bought, and I didn't see on their website and maybe I just didn't look at enough. I didn't see any attachment for the tailgate cover. I just saw all these cool different bags. So I bought three of them, and they are, you know, I they feel really sturdy and solidly um, built. Hold that but up a little higher different. so we can see it, oh, yeah. Tammy. See, I bought this one, which is kind of um, like a little, could be a little first aid kit. So and then, that has some uh, moly uh, attachments on it on the front as well. So you could literally... Just keep attaching things all the oh, way totally. to the front, right? Yeah. <laughs> all the way to the, the front, front of the Jeep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Your whole tailgate. And, you know, they have the little snap um, straps to attach. I'll attach these to my panel. And then I have. And those, for, those are from Blue Ridge uh, Overland? This is from, yeah, the place that Dan suggested. Is it Blue, Blue Ridge Overland Gear. Gear. Yeah, I thought I might have bought this in the last one. Yep, blueridgeoverlandgear.com. Oh, they look and, very nice. Look like they're very well made. And then I got this medium sized one. Is that for makeup? Yeah, this is for my <laughs> mascara and my lipstick. <laughs> no, it's when you're out on the trails. Um, and then I have this little one, which I'm going to put like my tail uh, or my tire deflators in here. So I'm really excited to attach all this stuff up. And you need you some know, Jeep Mama stickers to go on those things. And, and speaking of Jeep Mama stickers, um, I reached out to Cody because he was um, uh, he was giving away Trail Chaser stickers. I'm like, uh-huh. hey, I want one. So I emailed him, and he's sending me out some Trail Chaser sticker. And he's like, you should send me your Jeep Mama stickers. And I'm like, I don't have any. So Hi. he apparently loves to design stuff. So he's um, working on designing me a Jeep Mama sticker. Ah, okay. So, Hopefully we'll have those soon and everybody can put them on their Jeep. They'll be purple. I wonder if it will kind of look like the woman that's on those, those flaps that you see on the back of 18 wheelers. (laughs) That that, that would be pretty funny. Um, So anyway, this, I've got lots of fun stuff to play with and um, I will, once I get this installed, I'll do um, some reviews on the stuff from justice off road and um, the blue Ridge overland gear. Uh, now I'll tell you, I've been looking at the Blue Ridge Overland gear since uh, Dan uh, did the uh, the first interview with them, and uh, they have some nice uh, moly uh, <laughs> pads that go on, go on the back of seats. Because I always yes. I, I always thought of it would be great to be able to store some gear on the back of the seat and I like uh, those. really crowd the kids uh, that are yeah, sitting in the back right. seat. <laughs> those lo- those looked really cool too. I was considering getting those. Yeah, yeah, well. yeah. Uh, and but, 
well, I was just going to say one of the reasons I went with the um, the Justice Off Road was I saw CPO did a video on it, and the bunch of other people were commenting on how solid um, this panel is when you attach it to the tailgate, especially when you go off roading. Um, the way it's attached, it stays pretty good. Yeah, I really like that. I wouldn't mind having that uh, on my wife's TJ. The only problem is, is that uh, uh, the uh, the previous owner of the uh, the O3 TJ that we had, uh, put, they put a subwoofer in that spot. Oh. So uh, I uh, I offered to remove that, uh, and so she would have some uh, actual storage because it it the subwoofer takes up almost the entire little trunk area, if you will. Uh, and uh, I think it's um, Best Top actually makes a, uh, what is it, Smitty Build or Best Top? I think it was Best Top actually makes a metal enclosure so that you can really secure that area. It bolts in uh, and uh, uh, it uh, keeps everything that's inside that little trunk area. It's surrounded by metal, basically. I mean, you open the tailgate, you can get to it, but uh, it, it makes it nice so you can uh, put stuff in there that makes it more difficult for people to get to. But, uh, you know, I thought it'd be cool to, uh, you know, listen to the radio. You don't need all that bass. So, uh, but no, I, I had to leave it. So there's not much, uh, much well, there's not much room in a TJ to start with, and there's even less now. All right. Well, great Wrangler talk, Tammy. Thank you very much. And uh, do you know where you're going to put that uh, DLA yet? I mean, you, you know, it's pretty heavy. You're going to need to tie that thing down. Maybe you need to uh, stick some moly straps around it. Yeah, I could attach it to my new tailgate panel. <laughs> yeah, not something you want hanging from the rear view mirror. No, no. It's, it's, I think, God, what did we weigh it, Tony? What did we say? It was about five pounds. I think so. Shipped it. Yeah, I think yeah, so. It's, it's very heavy. It's very Big chunk of steel, right? It's there. very, very yeah. beefy. So it's very nice. Now, so. let me get, ask you this. If, if yeah. I put stuff under the seat in my Wrangler and, you know, you roll around, bounce around, is stuff going to like, start flying out of there it could theoretically if you're in the right kind of position and camber huh. have something roll underneath your brake pedal for instance right well if you hit something hard off-road and it's going to make everything that's you know uh, not tied down go forward so uh, i don't know if you've actually hit something that makes you come to a dead stop uh, yeah, I, but there's a video of me hitting a rock. Yeah, so the, you know that yeah. momentum is uh, any right. uh, any item that's not tied down securely is going to move forward. And you certainly, like Josh was saying, you don't want that under the brake pedal or uh, right. on the gas yeah, pedal I, or any of that stuff. I'm a big stickler for for securing your gear mm -hmm. um, by just about any means necessary. So I mean, if you if you're going to be storing some stuff underneath your seat, um, do yourself a favor and get one of those like you know cinch sacks, you know one of the uh, the crush sacks or something like that. Right. Um, you know, the, the mesh bags or, you know, something like that. Things that you can easily throw stuff in and out of and that doesn't take up much room. You can wad up if you don't have anything in it and it keeps everything kind of in one place. That way you don't have, you know, a random flashlight or whatever um, coming out from where you're storing it under, underneath the seat and finding its way underneath your brake pedal or, or worse. So, um, yeah, and, it, and it's not, you know, those things are really, really cheap. They're inexpensive. They're really easy to come by. Uh, and they'll definitely save you some headache in worst case of scenarios. Yeah, I was just thinking of where I'm going to put the DLA. Yeah, under the seat would be a good option. I would just, um, I would even think about maybe, you know, thinking of fabricating some kind of a bracket that you could uh, pin, right. pin it to or something like, like that. To, uh, maybe yeah. a big fat chunk of, um, you know, industrial Velcro on uh, on one side of it. 
uh, that you can then Velcro to the floor or something like that. You know, I, I don't know. It's, uh, you know, some ideas, you know, maybe uh, talk with a few other cheaper friends and maybe we can get some of our uh, listeners to call in with a few ideas of what Tammy should do with her, her DLA. Yeah, yeah. And uh, where I should put it, not what? <laughs> I know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. We hit yourself upside the head here. with it. So, uh, one idea, since you can secure it to the uh, the high lift jack, is if the high lift jack is, is uh, secured, you could always uh, put it on the high lift and uh, put the pin in there, and that should keep it uh, keep it in place. Oh yeah, there you go. Alrighty, so let's get over to Tech Talk. You got tech questions? Ah, oh, what do I ever? We have answers. Oh, that's good because I can. It's Tech Talk with Jeep Talk. Well, I had a segment all written up for you guys when my computer decided to restart itself and I lost my draft of tonight's show notes. Basically all of them. Nearly two hours of work gone. Yeah, I know. Control S. Bite me. <laughs> I'm used to I'm used to working in a in a program where the show notes are, are automatically saved every couple of seconds. And uh, and it's not something that I have really have to worry about. Um, tonight was a little bit different, and I kind of got bitten in the butt by it, and so uh, I apologize. So when I scrambled to rewrite what I could and getting all the content I could back to where it was supposed to go was my top priority. Needless to say, in my haste, I have forgone rewriting this week's Tech Talk, and frankly, I'm just too pissed off to try and recap it all from memory anyway. So to show you guys that I still love you, I'm going to come back next week with some long-awaited audio tech. Now, the weather's starting to get a little bit nicer, and the windows are rolling down, and you know what comes after that, right? That's right, going topless. And with the windows down and the top off, who doesn't like to blast some tunes? Except for Tony. I will make sure to get you guys hooked up next week when we bring back a little electrical and audio tips. Settle down, Francis. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a shame. You know, uh, and I'm serious. It really is. That's uh, that's always an issue. Uh, so you just uh, did it blue screen? Did uh, what no, was the? No, no. I had uh, the the Windows updates, and it's like you know your computer needs to restart in order to install oh, these updates. You know, and I was no. like, oh, okay. Well, I'm in the middle of doing my show notes. Remind me in 15 minutes or something like that. And I got off into researching a story, and I you know I come back to my uh, to, and I, I was using um, uh, Notepad. Uh, mm -hmm. to uh, to draft up the notes, and so I've got all this you know stuff all written out and segmented out and everything like that. And well, um, the the timer had expired or or whatever, mm -hmm. and and I went to click from my from my browser back to um uh, back to the the um, thing I was writing in, mm -hmm. and uh, and it and it says you know do you wish to save this document? And I was like oh no, just cancel. I'm almost done oh, with this anyways. No. <laughs> Because when you hit cancel, it doesn't go away, except for when Windows wants to restart your computer, and that's the only thing preventing it from doing so. Yeah. So I hit cancel, and immediately things started shutting down, and yeah, I lost everything. So thank you, Windows Update. I think you, I think you mentioned it, but if you uh, actually record that stuff on uh, Google Docs, uh, you wouldn't have that issue. Yes, I know this. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought that's what you said. I thought you knew that, but... I, I do know that, and uh, and I had had the had the document been up, I would have been more than happy to have that stuff in there at that point in time. But uh, unfortunately, I, the document wasn't there yet, and yeah. No, I mean you that's can, what I get. But you can create your own document. And oh then, yeah, and then copy I know. and paste. I, I, that's what I that's what I should have done, just to keep the format. Um, but uh, yeah, 
Anyway, oh, wow. you, you know, hindsight's live and learn. 2020. Yeah, live and learn, live and learn. And and this is the problem with uh, people backing up their PC. Ah, eh, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. And then it, you lose all those pictures and stuff and you go, oh my God. And then you start uh, backing up and then you, uh, you know, it doesn't, nothing happens and you stop doing backups and it repeats itself. Anyway, uh, that's a shame, Josh. I, I hate yeah, when that you happens. You know, S happens, so it, it's all good. I'm going to hook you guys up next week, though. So a little electrical and audio tips is going to return in our Tech Talk segment for next week. So stay tuned. So is it really, uh, Amazon, you bought Y? Is it really time for that? It, it really sure is. is. I didn't realize that we were having that this week. I was just too busy fiddling with the uh, the video stuff and uh, uh, all yeah, we for kind not. of. We kind of got a little bit off track with our with our product segment that we do. You know, we got three that we do for you guys um, every month. You know, we've got the Amazon You Buy What We're Doing Tonight. Uh, Tammy's got her Jeep Mama product review, and then we've got cool Jeep stuff uh, that we showcase some uh, some unique off roading type of items uh, that will help uh, get your Jeep to where it needs to go. Um, this week is Amazon You Bought What, and uh, and as soon as we are ready, we're going to go ahead and dive into this stuff. Excellent. Amazon.com and the Jeep Talk Show present You Bought what? what? So if you guys don't know what the hell this is, I don't know where you've been because we've been doing it forever. Uh, Years. It, it is a, a clandestine uh, a way of getting you guys to go over to Amazon uh, after going to, you know, first type in, in jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon, which takes you over there. And then any purchase that you make, we get a small a smidgen of a percentage of that purchase. And the really cool thing is it doesn't cost you anything different. You pay yeah. exactly the same thing, even if you weren't helping to support the show. So if you, if you like the show, you want to make us uh, smile and also too have the possibility of us reading one of the purchases that you made uh-huh. here in this segment, then go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon, make a purchase, and it may show up in this segment. So that's kind of how it works. And, uh, well, we're going to talk about what you purchased recently on, possibly you uh, purchased recently on Amazon. And um, here's our first one. Energy suspension, 9.8107G, 5 ace hourglass shock eye bushing for $6.99. Superior for cars, trucks, and SUVs stands up well to road salt, oil, and more. Hyperflex is offered in a variety of durometers, firmness, or softness. Performance tested and race proven. Also works great as a chew toy <laughs> and filled with peanut butter. You know, uh, that's excellent thinking, Josh, because Josh wrote that. <laughs> yeah. it, it really, I found one of those things on the floor the other day and I looked at it and I'm like, what the hell is this thing? And it looked like something that would, it, it looked, like, looked like a little boot or something that would go on uh, the Jeep someplace, one of those little covers. Yeah, if any of you oh, guys out like there are, are dog owners, uh, you guys know the importance of a chew toy. And yeah, uh, you, the, if you know the one? importance of a chew toy, then you know of Kong. And Kong, uh, and Kong toys are, are like, you know, super industrial vulcanized rubber chew toys that, you know, even your pit bull or chow can't chew through. Um, and and the, <laughs> these things actually remind me of one of those Kong toys. So uh, I had to throw that in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Times. My aunt had a, a dog named Peanut Butter. Never understood that. So uh, let's get over. Uh, oh, actually, uh, just remind you, jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. So uh, let's see. What do we got here? A CMMG tactical cooked bacon. Oh, my God. This has my name written all over it. I know it does. So this is $25.65, which is pretty much the going rate for bacon anywhere. Uh, it's tactical. <laughs> Tactical bacon in a can. Net weight is nine ounces. That's like steak weight. 
uh, and uh, fully cooked and fully prepared tactically. 10 plus year shelf life. You know, in the movie where the guy was looking for the Twinkies during the zombie apocalypse. Oh yeah. I think it would have been more relevant if he was looking for bacon. I think we all could have identified yeah. <laughs> searching for bacon in the zombie apocalypse. Anyway, perfect for camping, hunting, uh, oh, zombie standoffs, end of the world scenarios, or tactical BLT. Did we mention it's tactical bacon? I hope it's not green. I hope it's not camouflaged bacon. Oh, that would be nasty. No, this is a real <laughs> item, folks. Uh, we will have the show notes um, up for, for you guys. You can check out these items for yourself. This is an item available on Amazon.com, and it is a real thing. And uh, one of you one of you people out there, you, you, <laughs> you beautiful, you are. beautiful cheapers out there, uh, went, it went, it went so far as to, as to get this. So uh, if you... Look, if you are listening and you have purchased this, please, by all means, let us know how yeah, it tastes. Yeah, yeah. And can you attach it to uh, the, uh, what is it? I can't, I can't say this one either. The Pinatiki? Say it for me, Josh. Oh, yeah. The, 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 uh, now you got me all <laughs> shut <laughs> Anyway, it's, it says it's tactical bacon. Can you attach it to the Pinatiki or Weaver mount on your AR-15? That's what I want to know. But remember, you can go look this up now and even purchase it. But first, go to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon. That's C-M-M-G, Charlie Mike Mike Golf, tactical cooked bacon. All right, Josh, what do you got? So cool. When I saw that on the list, I was like, oh, this yeah. has got Tony written yeah, all over it. Does. it. <laughs> well, this is uh, something that we've actually talked about in one of our prior uh, uh, Jeep segments or Jeep product segments. And this is the uh, the Jackmate uh, lift jack accessory. This is for, uh, a little accessory for your high lift jack. Another one. This is uh, comes in black silver vein. Uh, and I thought this was pretty <laughs> cool. Made in the USA with 100% U.S. steel. Lifetime warranty. This thing won the SEMA 2010 Best New Off-Road Four-Wheel Drive Product of the Year. This replaces a standard lift jack's limited capacity top clamp relate, uh, rated to the full capacity of the jack as a clamp, winch, spreader, or a base, slides over either end of the jack bar, and is attached with a quick-release pin, which is included. Now, this does not take uh, the place of your DLA. It's actually something completely different. Uh, would One would complement the other, I might say. So... Uh, check this out, the Jackmate lift accessory. Just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon and check out Jackmate. And you should be able to find something that's PG-13. Tactical bacon sold separately. <laughs> we just found out what you bought. Oh my God, I just can't believe that made it on the list. All right, this doesn't look very promising. I, I, I think this is going to be, it's not you, it's me. Uh, go ahead, no. Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call us. We'll call you. No, not 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 at all. I just wanted to take a, a second to give a big Jeep wave out there and say hey to Tom Smith, Nate Lager, or Lager, or you know who <laughs> you are, guy. and Julian Osborne. <laughs> These Jeepers have reached out to us recently as prospective segment producers, and we've always said that there's an extra seat open for anyone who's got content for the show. We're working things out with these three, and you could be next. <laughs> no, that's not a threat, but an invite to join the show. So if you've got an interesting Jeep story to tell or are well-versed in the mechanical and technical ways of owning and modifying any Jeep, then we want to hear from you. And who knows? Maybe we'll hear you on the next Jeep Talk Show. So if you got something that you think uh, you might be able to contribute to the show, by all means, please send us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com with your contact information, and we will get back to you very soon uh, with how we can make this happen. 
And I want to take a moment to thank everybody, uh, all of our contributors uh, and listeners, uh, of all, all, always the listeners, uh, but to all of our other contributors that, uh, uh, you know, John that does the uh, uh, occasional radio contact segment, hint, John, hint, hint, uh, <laughs> Antone doing a CJ uh, talk stuff, uh, uh, Cody doing the Grand Adventure, which uh, I, I've gotten several comments about that on social media. Oh, yeah. People really enjoy all the uh, all the quick Jeep tips that Steve four point three LXJ yeah, has Steve, given us over the years. Steve has given us a lot of Jeep tips, oh, and quick Jeep there. tips. Yeah, so th- many thanks to everybody that has contributed to this show and uh, the growing list of people that are, that want to continue that. So uh, we are going to be bringing these uh, these new folks. Uh, we're first going to introduce them to you. Uh, through uh, some brief interviews, and once we uh, have uh, introduced them to you, then we're going to let them loose uh, for your ear holes, and uh, that, that that is a threat. My favorite one was um, the little promo that Clyde and Tommy did for oh. our 200th episode. I'm glad I'm glad you mentioned one. that because I keep telling Clyde, I keep reminding Clyde if he would do two, one or two, maybe even three little promos. Four at the most, to, maybe five, just to help promote the, their stuff. Work. We would be six happy. Is a nice round number. Yeah, six. Know? Yeah, <laughs> keep it even. Uh, unless it's unless odd feels better, then seven would be all right. But anyway, uh, to to do up some videos next time they go out there to do a video. Have you have you guys seen the most recent video? I, I've been so swamped. Uh, so I well, I have you not probably got tired of waiting. You probably got tired of waiting for it because it was taking so damn long. I didn't get the notification that uh, the Paps Boys have a new video that's posted up. So maybe my my YouTube is not being friendly it, to me. It shocked me. Anyway, they have this uh, JCR slider, uh, not slider, uh, frame stiffeners uh, video out, and there's my favorite moment. I don't. I, I, spoiler alert. Fast forward if it's uh, if it's going to um, ruin your. Uh, la 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 yeah, la yeah, la. Yeah. <laughs> they take the slider and go over to the workbench that is literally covered in Paps blue ribbon empty beer cans, and they all go off the benches. I mean, it it is three feet deep and like six or eight feet wide. And awesome. I ha- I had to wonder where did they get all those cans? Those are prop cans, I'm sure, because nobody would be able to drink that much beer. Uh, well, you never know. <laughs> I know Clyde right now is like challenge accepted. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I've seen him drink that many, and I'm sure you have too, Josh. Just in, on a single Skype call, <laughs> I think you should just pour it directly into the uh, into the toilet. It would be just it would save get out the middleman. Oh, <laughs> well he's he's going to the bathroom a lot while he's talking on Skype, right? I happen to like Pat. Anyway, we would like to get some, some videos to help promote. Uh, the Roadhouse, uh, Clyde and Tommy, uh, or Tommy and Clyde. Is it Tommy and Clyde? It's Tommy and Clyde now, right? There was a, a dispute, and I think it got changed. All right. Well, anyway, <clears throat> thank you very much for that, Josh. And uh, we want to hear from you guys. And actually, you don't even have to be well-versed, uh, because if you have questions about uh, uh, things having to do with Jeeps, everybody else does too. So maybe you need to come on and express those concerns and those questions and your experiences. And this is what Tammy did. She has a whole... A blog about that, uh, jeepmama.com, where she talks about her adventure in the Jeep world and, and her learning about this stuff. So you don't have to be an expert to do a segment. So keep mm-hmm. that in mind. All righty, guys. It's time to, uh, to talk. Sir. 
swear to God, that tree branch was six foot five inches. It was <laughs> low, just, very low. Just, just me standing there. I was hanging off a tree. Oh. All right, guys. Well, so, Tony, will it fit? Will did it fit? It? Uh, you know, I took a... It was really funny. My first day of work, I went out there to start up the Jeep. And, and I, you know, I haven't worked for a month and a half. And I've driven my Jeep a little bit, but not so much that was to keep the battery charged. Oh yeah. So I had to. Th- I've had it was starting fine uh, after I, I noticed that they had an issue. And but the day I was going out there to to leave to go to work on my first day of work, uh, the battery was dead. Oh jeez. Uh, yeah. So I threw the charger on it, uh, and maybe maybe three minutes, and it started, and I'm good. That's all I need. Uh, alternator to keep it going. Uh, it was uh, it was kind of cloudy, so I had the running lights on, and uh, I'll drive with my uh, seven inch LEDs because uh, they're they're not so much a, like a they're a flood, so it's it's great for just you know being seen, uh, so people you know get out of the way or uh, see me coming and not pull out in front of me. And I got to the end of the street, and it died. Oh! I came to a stop, and the engine stopped. That's no good. So, and I've done this before. For some reason, I I forget that you can't start it while it's in drive. Oh yeah. And I tried to try the the key, and it it, it was wouldn't do anything. Oh, oh the, man, I don't understand. It was it was running, it was charging. Uh, why would it die? And then I got to thinking about it, and I said, well, the 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 voltage is probably low because I got these lights on. So the mm. computer is kind of freaking out and it's not, you know, the, maybe the sensor is not being uh, powered properly. The TPS sensor isn't being proud, powered properly. And, and that's what caused the issue. And then I, I said, but it's so strange. It won't even, it won't even, it won't even click, you know, the only thing, the popping noise, like uh, the solenoids trying to engage. And then it, I dawned on me, well, you're in drive, aren't you dumbass? So <laughs> I, I put it in park and this is after I called my wife and asked her to come down there because uh, I didn't want to leave it there. I was I, I thought I would just drive her Jeep in, but I didn't want to leave yeah. it there. So I said, hey, man, can you uh, call her up on the phone and say, hey, would you get the 99 and drive it down here? And then uh, after I got off the phone, I uh, uh, and, and mind you, I'm already running later than uh, what I wanted to be. I had left really early first drive in. I didn't know how long it was going to take me. And, uh, but I, I'd even, uh, given myself an hour to get there and it's about a 30 minute, 45 minute thing. Oh, that's good. And I'd already spent 15 minutes with this battery thing. So screw this. So anyway, once I got off the phone and thought about what was going on, I went, oh, well it's in, it's in uh, drive. So I put it in park, tried starting it, started right up, but it didn't want to idle. Oh. And, and I thought, you know, I probably could drive it and just, if I can, when I come to a stop, put my foot on the brake and uh, give it a little gas, keep the idle up. And then as it charges and I thought to myself, how far away from home am I going to be when this thing dies one way or another? And then I have to call my new boss and say, you know what, man, (laughs) (laughs) this is a real bummer. But so I, uh, I just drove it home, uh, pulled, pulled it in the garage, uh, jumped into uh, the TJ and drove that to work the first day. Uh, I did take a picture uh, once I got into the parking garage. The the TJ is a little a little lower than the uh, the XJ simply because of that light that I have that twenty inch LED uh, light bar that I have on the rear of the the Jeep. And I mean we're talking about two two inches maybe, but uh, in my mind that would be enough to rip that thing off and all that hard work that I did. So anyway, I got I got to the uh, got to the parking garage and went in there and took a picture and I bet you there was a a good foot 
of distance between the lower I beam, concrete I beam, and the top of of uh, the TJ. So I don't know where they're measuring that six six uh, six foot five inches at, and I may still find it, but because um, hopefully not. I'm not going to be in. Well, I, I started on Wednesday, so I've worked two days there. Uh, the first day I drove the TJ. The second day I drove the XJ. Um, so uh, I've got my parking uh, pass. So I will actually be parking. Uh, in the area d- uh, designated for us up on the fifth floor. So I'll be going through uh, five floors of the two-meter antenna hitting those uh, concrete I-beams. Bing, 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 bing. For- yeah, I destroyed one of my antennas that way. So... Just- <sighs> Under a parking garage, pang. Yeah. Three, six feet, pang. <laughs> Another one, pang. Yeah, this is. Yeah, I think this is less than, less than six feet, actually. My son was walking. Uh, we parked in a parking garage one, and he's walking, and he thought he was going to make it underneath one of those signs. Bang! He hit his head. <laughs> That's using your head. Yeah. Uh, the kids love that. Love that. Hey, did you bend that sign? Don't don't break that sign. What's wrong with you? <laughs> So anyway, uh, that's the good news uh, too. Not only did the Jeep fit, uh, I am uh, I'm working again. Hopefully that will uh, continue on for some time to come. But uh, yeah. you kids, you never know. Uh, save your money um, if you can. Stay in school. Let the let your parents pay bills. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, just uh, do the best you can do. Save your money and uh, make sure that you understand that sometimes. Uh, you may be out of a job, not because of uh, the job that you do, but simply because uh, somebody can't run a business properly. And uh, that will impact you and a bunch of other people. Uh, sometimes it's uh, people that can't run a country properly, and uh, you'll be able to work for that. So there's uh, there's many things that can cause issues. The best thing to do is, is try to keep a positive attitude, save as much money as you can, and uh, don't think you're too good to do uh, a job. I mean, if, if it pays money and it allows you to buy food and have a place to live, uh, then uh, or buy Jeep parts, then uh, by all means, do that. And don't do drugs. So something you probably don't want to do either is um, start your Jeep with a gigantic vacuum leak. That would suck. Yeah, <laughs> it did too. A lot of air in places that it shouldn't have been. Uh, so you guys remember last week, uh, and if you've seen my YouTube video, you know that I uh, have done a lot of work uh, to my Jeep recently. And um, one of the last things I did uh, was put the intake manifold on and and uh, give this thing a, a little go. And uh, I had, had that vacuum leak, which caused it to redline immediately upon starting. Uh, so the fix was to basically almost do a complete R&R. And I told you guys kind of what my plan was uh, last week. And, and I kind of followed suit. So um, I did create a new video kind of explaining all of that. We're not going to play that tonight, but you guys can find that on YouTube on my channel, uh, Josh B. And uh, if, if you want to search for it, just Jeep's First Start Part 2. You guys can see um, what uh, what I had to go through and, and uh, of course, the big payoff at the end. Which, of course, if I haven't let the cat out of the bag already, the Jeep is running. And uh, I haven't driven it yet because, well, I've got more plans for it. Uh, I'm not done yet, basically. So this this is a huge, uh, huge accomplishment in just that my Jeep is now running again. And yes, it can drive again. Um, but uh, but no, it's uh, it's not driving yet because, uh, well, let's see what a couple of years ago, I purchased two Yellowtop Optima batteries and I've been using one of them uh, diligently. And the other one is just getting a little trickle charge every so often uh, to keep it fresh. My plan is to take out the factory airbox, has been for quite some time, and to do um, a cowl induction, uh, cowl intake. 
and uh, and relocate um, the airbox to the to the cowl basically, and uh, and open up that space on the driver's side uh, front of the engine compartment for a second battery. And um, since I've already got the second battery and it matches, and I can very easily create my own isolator system, um, that's been something that's been in the plans for for quite some time. My plan really was to go with something along the lines of a Thor uh, cowl, uh, cowl cowl induction kit. Um, well, Thor Off Road is no longer around anymore. Uh, they they've gone bankrupt. They've closed their doors. Whatever has happened has happened, and uh, and they're not they're not around. The website's down. The phone number is disconnected, and um, from what I have understood in my research over the last week or so, um, left some people high and dry too. So not too cool. Um, but I understand things happen, and um, and I, I wish the uh, the people over at Thor um, all the best if they uh, uh, hopefully they're able to uh, you know pull things around. But uh, so what that leaves for me <laughs> is uh, is Plan B, and that means going back to the drawing board, uh, tapping into my engineering roots and designing my own intake system. Now, yes, there are a couple of aftermarket options that are still available out there, uh, Spectre being one of them. Uh, if you guys are longtime listeners of the show uh, or have followed me in my, uh, my, my my own Jeep world, you guys know that I am not a fan of Spectre. Uh, and I, know, I don't want to go into that right now, but uh, basically it involves a class action lawsuit. Uh, so uh, needless to say, I, I really do not want to... Uh, spend any money with Spectre. Um, there are a couple of parts that appears to be that um, that if I was to be doing this, to, to be making my own cowl induction kit, uh, I would need a couple of Spectre parts. So I'm going to try and fabricate those on my own uh, because I would rather spend a week or two uh, going through the pain and, and, and misery of trying to fabricate something off of pictures on the internet um, without any measurements versus spending money with a company that I will not ever give a red cent to. So um, that's the plan, guys. Um, whether or not I'm going to be reusing part of the factory intake um, is left to be decided. I've got a couple plans, and I've actually sourced, sourced some parts already uh, online, some virtual um, wish lists, as it were. Uh, and I will be using um, uh, our Amazon link to, to get a couple of these things. So um, what this ends up turning into, God only knows. Uh, it's going to be a Franken intake, whatever it's going to be. Uh, but it should be fun nonetheless. And as soon as I get some progress on that, you guys will be the first to know. Just looking to hear it on Amazon, it looks like there's a company called Spectre Performance or Spectre yes. Performance Spectre that has a, has, a, has a lot of the stuff that you're looking for. Yes, that's the company who I will not be spending any money with. <laughs> did, did they touch you inappropriately? Did they hurt they you? They might Josh? as well have. <laughs> No, I'll, maybe next week I'll tell you guys the story of what uh, what happened. I do have uh, information online about that. Uh, you guys can find that over on xjtalk.com, over on jeepforum.com as well. It's all over the web, um, and uh, it's not that hard to find. And it's it's been an issue that uh, plagued a lot of people, so that's why there was a class action lawsuit involved. So, wow. nonetheless, um, yeah, the Jeep is running, and it, God, it sounds good too. So I am really excited about that. Now there is one thing that I am going to have to take care of. And, and I was correct in believing that the welding of the header had tweaked it slightly out of position. Um, the downpipe, the part that, cur that where everything kind of collects and curves down to meet the rest of the exhaust system, uh, that, that radius, that bend, that curve has, um, has shortened up a little bit. Uh, so there is the, the exhaust pipe doesn't match up to it perfectly. So what I'm going to end up doing is, is having a custom downpipe made again 
and uh, and have it have it mat- made it up to where the the header is now. Um, I thought also about about just doing a um, one of those flexi downpipes uh, that you kind of create <laughs> your own. Really don't want to go that way because it's kind of ghetto, but uh, you're, uh, we'll see. Uh, your uh, your uh, domestic partner would be asking you why the uh, <laughs> why why there's hot air coming out of the back of the uh, the dryer instead yeah. of. <laughs> Being forced outside. Where did the dryer vent go? <laughs> Don't do that at home, kids, because it won't work. No, It'll no. I, be a that's, fire. That's one thing that that I really wanted to stay away from. I could very easily source a bunch of parts in in a matter of a couple of hours and have myself a functioning intake with a filter and everything. The problem is, it's going to look like I sourced it through Dollar Tree and Home Depot, and that's say. not a look that I really want to go I was with. Say, Home so, Depot's got PVC pipe yeah, out the yin yang. No. <laughs> so if you know, if I was if I was doing a snorkel, um, maybe, uh, but this isn't quite a snorkel kit, and and it's not really the look that I'm going for, nor the function I'm going for. So um, yeah, I'm really dedicated to. I'm really stuck on on doing this in the cowl. So. Uh, how that gets done is, is left to be decided. A lot of people recommended that to me. Uh, they didn't. Uh, I think there's some some uh, snorkel haters out there. And, no, it's uh, not. It's not that. If if I had a daily driver, um, or I was in an area of the states where you know high water was was a real possibility, um, then I would definitely go with a snorkel. If, if you have a weekend warrior, a wheeler, uh, a vehicle that is not driven every single day, um, then the cowl intake might be a better option for you. The reason why I say this, one of the biggest reasons why people have a hard time uh, or, or hate against the, the cowl induction is the noise. Mm-hmm. Because you are putting that intake, the, the intake of your gigantic air pump that's underneath the hood, um, really, really close to the firewall. Well, inside the firewall in some cases, right. uh, and behind one wall of it, anyways, and in the same cavity that your your air box or your um, your heater box uh, pulls air from, right? And and so there is a a distinct noise that is heard as the engine revs and and you accelerate and and all that is the um, the mm. air being sucked in through that intake. I'd like to make and a Tim th- Tim Allen noise right now. That sounds like uh, yeah. sounds like good stuff to me. <laughs> Some people like it. Uh, I don't have a problem with it. That's but if you if you like a more quiet ride, um, or yeah. you know, yeah. odd noises kind of get to you in your Jeep, then then this kind of mod is not sell good that Jeep to somebody that'll appreciate it. Damn it! There you go. There you go. <laughs> What's so that Tammy, noise? Is Tammy, I hear has got a has got a joke for you, Tony. Oh no. So Tony, hey, I hear you were um, born on the highway. Tony, it's a trap. <laughs> Tony, were you born on the highway? Uh, no. Oh, because that's where your accidents happen. Okay, it was funny when my son told it. <laughs> he he told me I wasn't that's supposed to tell that joke. Yeah. Oh no! Insinuating that you were an accident. He knew I would totally out of the family. This is going to be yeah. worse than when you uh, chase Fired. those chase those kids up a tree at Boy Scout camp uh, with bear noises. Yep. <laughs> so Tammy, anyway. you, what do you what do you have going on? You have a wheeling trip coming up again. Yes, yes. It's been oh. a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been gosh since October. Mm. Has yeah, it really no. Been that long? Saturday, oh. huh? Has it really been that long? Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem wow. that long. Yeah. Well, you know, with my son's 
indoor soccer and basketball. This took up a lot of our weekends. But Saturday, I'm going to go on a monthly trail ride with um, Blue Mountain Jeep Alliance. And hopefully, I will be able to come back with at least one Jeep trail badge. They have three trails up there at Roush Creek. One of them I will never be able to do until, you know. Not with that attitude. Well, no, until I have like (laughs) 40-inch tires and, you know, a six-inch lift. Because it's a it's a black ah, now you're talking or red or whatever, and so anyway, there's at least one I'm hoping to get to, and hopefully another one. It's a blue trail, which could be kind of iffy. Ah, oh, um, you can totally do that in your Jeep, absolutely. So I anyway, I'm really excited. I'll be leaving really early Saturday morning and spending the day on the trails. So tomorrow, hopefully, I'll be able to come home from work early and get everything ready. So that's. That's going to be my weekend, and we're crossing our fingers. We're supposed to get snow on Saturday. Oh, so I wow. Could driving, I could be driving home in some snow. Well, I hope it's not uh, – I, I don't know. I'm, it, I think it would be fun out on the trails, but apparent, apparently that's uh, that's uh, an issue, being out on the trails in the snow. It's something you don't want to do. Is that right? Uh, um, I've got a lot of experience with that personally, uh, but you know, up where Tammy's at might be a little different. That's what I was thinking, so – yeah, well, and it, we're not supposed to get that much snow where I think it's going to be. Um, the last time I w- when I went wheeling, when there was snow on the ground, it like all the snow packed into the rock. So it was like really easy to mm, wheel because, you know, there wasn't. Um, I, I guess I equate it to dips. like uh, mud. And then if, you, if you've got ice and, uh, and snow that compresses yeah. and it, can, it makes it icy, then the rocks get uh, the Jeep goes places you weren't expecting it to go. That's, right. At least that's it, what I've got in my head. I don't know if that's true yeah. or not. No, it, it's, it, you have to be a little bit more cautious because it's icy. Um, and there are some places in Roush Creek where there's sinkholes on either side of you know the little trail. Oh, wow. You're yeah. like, oh, my God, please don't let me fishtail here and go down into that big sinkhole because it's built on an old coal mine. Hmm. Oh, yeah, there's. Oh, there's got to be of, some really interesting exploring up there. I yeah, bet it is. I bet it's really pretty. Yeah. So yeah, it is, especially in the fall. But anyway, that's my that's going to be my Saturday. Oh, you're. I'm sure you're looking to forward to it, especially yeah. working those ten hour days. It'll be a a way for you to get out and think about yep. something that isn't uh, uh, new job related. Although I bet yep. you're having fun working. Oh no, I ha- I'm having a blast. Yep. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get over to our wheeling where. This is where we talk about what events are coming up in your neck of the woods and around the nation. The Ventura County Off-Road Show is happening here just around the corner, April 9th through the 10th, Ventura, Cali- uh, Ventura California, California. Ventura County Off-Road Show is where you want to go. Lots, a lot of Venturas and all that. VenturaCountyOffRoadShow.com uh, for more information. And the Mid-Florida Jeep Club presents the 13th Annual Jeep Beach. Obstacle courses, parade, a huge parade gigantic raffles, vendors, and so much more. This is a gigantic event. And trust me, guys, if you want to go see something that will blow your mind, go type in in a Google image search the um, uh, Jeep Beach 2015. You're going to see tens of thousands of Jeeps all on Daytona Beach, Florida. It's literally one weekend where the four, April 19th through the 24th, Jeep pretty much takes over Daytona Beach, Florida. It is awesome. For more information, go to jeepbeach.com. Don't forget Jeep Junkies, wherever you guys are wheeling, if you pack it in, make sure you pack it out. Let's leave our outdoor recreation spots in as good, if not better condition than they were when we arrived. Remember to always tread lightly. 
stay on designated trails and don't wheel where you're not supposed to. That's it for this week, guys. If you've got an event coming up in your area, let's get the word out. Whether it's a show and shine, a cruise in, a club run, a fundraiser, or a huge event like the Easter Jeep Safari, let us know by giving us a call or sending us an email to info at jeeptalkshow.com. Jeepers, we know you guys are making purchases all the time. Just like this week, we see it. We saw it in our Amazon, You Bought What? So the next time you guys are ordering something for your Jeep, make sure you ask the business if they know about the Jeep Talk Show. And if you're buying a product or service from that vendor because of a review or discussion you heard here on the show, let them know. And if they haven't heard about us yet, be sure and tell them about the one and only Jeep Talk Show. Who knows? Might even lead to some future exclusive Jeep Talk Show discount codes. If you're shopping over at Amazon, go to jeeptalkshow.com slash Amazon before you go to Amazon. That'll take you right over there. And any purchase that you make will give the Jeep Talk Show a few cents, a few pennies. And you get enough of those together, you get uh, 10 cents really quick. So uh, also, too, we want to make sure that you guys uh, like our page, uh, Facebook page at facebook.com slash jeeptalkshow. We are on the Twitter at jeeptalkshow. Uh, you can listen to us on uh, Stitcher Radio. You can actually stream it uh, there uh, if you don't want to actually download it. You just want to check it out and see what it's all about. You can go over to Stitcher Radio. Of course, you can go to TuneIn.com, do the same thing. Uh, you can uh, subscribe via iTunes. And uh, don't forget to give us a five-star review. Uh, we love seeing you over at YouTube, youtube.com slash Show. And uh, hey, if you like the show, help us out. And be sure and tell a friend. Uh, if you don't like it, tell an enemy. 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 See an enemy. See an enemy. Uh, <laughs> don't forget, you can be part of the show as well. There's always a fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh seat open. It could be for you. And we promise not to pull it out from underneath you, underneath you as you're sitting down. <laughs> so nice of us. Look at all the nice things we're doing for you. Aren't we swell? Uh, we love you guys. We love having you on the show. We love your, uh, your questions, your comments. And uh, uh, Nikki G, uh, always, uh, oh, <laughs> always entertaining. Uh, poor Sir Craps a lot. I hope he. Uh, <laughs> I hope all that's working out now. Anyway, you guys have a great Jeep week. I'll let the guys uh, wrap it up. Have a hey, great guys, week, everybody. Yep, yeah, always. Make sure you guys are telling a friend, and we'll see you next Thursday, 10 p.m. Central, over at JeepTalkShow.com.